It's a question for the ages. How much money do you need to spend to make your kids really happy? We're going to try to answer that in this episode. Keep listening. Welcome to the WalletWin Podcast. Each week, we take a look at a different piece of the personal finance puzzle. I'm Jonathan Texera. And I'm Amanda Texera. We're your guides on your journey to getting out of debt, building wealth, and changing the world through generosity. Here we go. We have the link in the bottom of the show notes where you can send us a voicemail, essentially. And one of our recent episodes, we got one heck of a message. Mm-hmm. And one I heck wanna, of a message. I want to play it for you. So here we go. Hi, my name is Lily, and I completely agree with your medical bills podcast. My husband went through leukemia and a bone marrow transplant about a year and a half ago, and he has since racked up at least $2 million worth of medical bills to the hospital. And we are signed up through their financial assistance. We have not paid one penny towards that. We haven't been billed for one penny of that this whole time because of it. Um, it is a little bit of a hassle. We have to renew every six months, but um, it's such a gift to share this tip with so many of your listeners. Thank you for everything you do. And I just want to thank Lily for sending in that voice mm-hmm. message and sharing that with us. What a glimmer of hope. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, medical debt is one of the things that is crushing so many people mm-hmm. today. I think it might be the number one cause of bankruptcy right now. So there's a lot of nuances there of why is it that way and could it be different? Mm -hmm. Probably. But for now, knowing that there's resources like this can be such a breath of fresh air for so many families because almost almost everybody fits within this at some level. People can fall under some part of a health system's charity care or financial assistance. So I did a whole episode about that. If you haven't listened to it, you should go listen to it. Uh, So if you're listening, if you have a podcast app, just scroll down a couple episodes and you'll find it and definitely check it out. It could save you millions millions of dollars. Millions. Who knew that hanging out with WalletWin would put millions of dollars in your back pocket? Or at least keep somebody else from ripping them out of that pocket. Right. We knew. And then taking the the pocket with him. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, please keep sending in those messages. You'll find that link in the show notes to send us a voice message. You can use that to comment on an episode like Lily did to send in a question uh, that you want to ask or just, hey, I think you should do an episode on such and such. Whatever you want to send, send that in there and we can't wait to hear from you. We get asked all the time from folks in our WalletWin Academy, you know, as they are getting more intentional about their financial journey and they're finding ways to save up for emergencies or get out of debt or save for a down payment. Naturally, they're learning that skill of budgeting and they are looking at the numbers, oftentimes for the first time ever, Mm -hmm. and they're noticing that they are spending high in particular areas. And one of those areas that we get questions about a lot is about spending on children. Oh, and there's so much you could buy for children. (laughs) I mean, they're they're, they're schooling, their clothing, toys, holidays, hobbies, hobbies, classes, so much. Mm -hmm. 
uh, could and, vacations. Oh yeah. There's so many things, and a lot of parents are feeling burdened because they want to give their kids the absolute best childhood possible. Mm-hmm. I don't know a parent who doesn't want to give that at least. Um, but this pressure uh, to do that, and in particular in our social media-based society mm-hmm. nowadays, mm-hmm. oftentimes puts um, a lot of price tags on those things. Yeah, because, I mean, before, like, when you're with kids in the past, right? It's like, well, you maybe you, when you went back to school after Christmas, you kind of did a little comparison. What did they get? Ooh, what did I get? Oh, they got that. I wanted one of those. But now it's the parents Instant, yeah. doing it. Well, the kids We're can online. see it instantaneously, and now the parents can see on social yeah, yeah. media. Mm-hmm. We can see oh, the man. vacation or the they, gifts they, or the spread or whatever There was a it is. puppy in that box at Christmas, and they got tickets to Disney, a surprise trip to Disney. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, And then that kid. And a switch and this and that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, there's this pressure to want to keep up. And it, a lot of times it's unconscious. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not necessarily front of mind, um, but there is a subtle pressure of not only the things and the stuff and the gifts, but the activities mm-hmm. or the sports teams, um, the, the, you know, just playing some rec league, not good enough. They've got to be on a select team. Ooh, the travel team, yeah. There's just, there's things and it adds up. Mm-hmm. And we want to answer this question once and for all of, you know, do you need to spend the big dollars to gift your children a happy existence and growing up? Mm-hmm. And I'd say you say, you know, there's kind of some unconscious. Stuff. I'd say a lot of it, too, can come from a really good place. Exactly. Oh, my kids like Bluey. I think they got Bluey toys. We should buy some we'll of those. We'll buy all the Bluey toys. Or maybe I want some of those Bluey <laughs> toys. They have a camper. I know. We're suckers for anything <laughs> RV or camper. <laughs> um but because so, I mean, it's out of a good place. Mm-hmm. Oh, they love coloring. Well, I'll, I'll, why would I get the 24 box of crayons when there's the 124 box and the paints and the watercolors? Like, it's out of a good place of wanting to give something nice to a kid. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. It is a good thing. But at the root of it, um, what we really want to do is to bring joy mm-hmm. to our children, to create a comfort comfortable, um, safe, uh, connected existence where they were able to thrive as they matured. You know, that's really what a parent wants to create and um, curate for their kids. And a lot of us are working really hard to to give that Mm -hmm. gift because that's truly what childhood is about is not having the pressures and the stresses and the frustrations and the traumas that a lot of times are forced on us as adults and we have to learn how to navigate through them um sometimes our kids will be involved in some of those things to a degree but if we can gift them that freedom and innocence and playfulness um, and kind of protect that phase of life for them we want to do it Mm -hmm. we want to do it and a lot of times that um desire can lead us to kind of sabotaging our own personal finances <laughs> yes because the question is okay that all sounds good well, for the magical much, child how much does that cost exactly and what really another question is well what makes that up so taking care of the family's finances is definitely an important role there because when you're doing that you are going to be less stressed 
you are going to be ma- able to make better decisions. And so that's going to flow through into your parenting, into the environment at home. And those are like a lot of the base, the baseline, the bedrock stuff that the kid needs, right? A stable housing situation, good food to eat. Like the basic necessities are really helpful for you, but they're really helpful for your kid too. So yep. figuring out, you know, taking care of all of that is the bedrock and really the majority of what's needed. And, you know, not it's not just, oh yeah, well the presents and the experiences and the, va- the trips and the vacations and the activities make up a ch- good childhood. That's not it at all. Right, and we're gonna dive into that a little bit more. But some, one of the, the I, so we, I mentioned that this question comes up frequently. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's coupled with, oh my goodness, we are bleeding money that we don't have on a lot of these things. How can I possibly pull the rug out from under my kids mm. and shut down some of these things that we can't afford, that they've gotten used to having in their life? And what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to say? Uh, because I feel like at all costs, I need to keep that lifestyle going for them because I will crush them or scar them or harm them if I don't maintain this level of lifestyle that they've become used to. Mm -hmm. That is a paralyzing question for a lot of people. Now, if you can afford to meet all of your financial goals and do some of these things, that is awesome. Yeah, do some things. We don't we don't say strip stuff out of the budget just for the sake of stripping it out of the budget Mm -hmm. for the sake of making sure you're meeting all the other goals you need to be meeting as well. And we teach the the four financial phases and the 12 money milestones soon to be 12 money milestones. We're revamping. Um, And, you know, as long as you're on track there, I mean, you can absolutely, if your budget can support those things, go for it. There's a time and place for all things. Mm -hmm. But for most people, that's not going to be the case. And I will, um, so let's just start diving into some of these practical things here. Mm -hmm. First up, and you touched on it just a little bit, John, um, your kid or kids watching you as an adult learn how to handle Mm. your finances and enter into a better, more intentional relationship with them and decide that you want to steward them well and that you don't want to be stressed about money anymore and to have constant frustration about it, and that you're going to say no temporarily because you're going to say yes to deeper, better things for your family for the future, they're going to watch that, and they're going to learn a huge lesson. Mm -hmm. They're going to learn that sometimes temporary no's unlock the deepest yeses of life. Yes, and I mean, we see this with with our girls, like, you know, why do they ransack our closet and pull out the scarves and try to wear your heels? <laughs> Constantly. Because they want to be like mom. Mm-hmm. Um, like your, your kids want to be like you. So if one of the things They're that watching. is what makes up you is being a good financial steward of taking care of the things you've got and making a plan and making to get the other things like, that's something they're going to want to do. They're going to see, oh, yeah, I remember when mom and dad were doing this. Every month they sat down and had that budget meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're going to catch on to these habits that you're instilling in your life. And now if you have a little bit, if your kids are really young, 
they're going to notice this, but at the end of the day, they're probably not going to feel the disruption at the same level as maybe a middle schooler or a high schooler. Mm -hmm. But that can be an even more critical conversation to have. Sitting down to say, look, mom and dad, we've gotten in a little bit of a pinch. You know, we, for whatever reason, I mean, I don't know your exact situation, but you can start explaining it at an age-appropriate level to your kids. Mm -hmm. You know, when they're in those teenage years, they can probably handle a whole lot more than you give them credit for. And just be honest about your situation and why you're doing what you're doing. You know, why are you trying to get out of debt? Why might you say, okay, this vacation we've been used to having every year, you know, the big trip to Disney that costs us $12,000 every, you know, <laughs> every year, because that's how much they cost. Um, not, well, unless you know sleuthing tricks like we do. do. They can, <laughs> they can easily oh, cost Oh, they can easily that cost much. that. Okay, so we're not going to do that this year. We're going to go on something that's less costly, you know, that might cause them to, get upset right away, but you can talk about why are you doing that? And maybe it's because you want to have more stability in your family. Maybe it's because you want to save up and buy a different home down the road. Maybe you want to take a different trip a couple of years in the future. Maybe you're trying to pay off debt. It, there could be any given reason there, but you it, you can tell them why you're on this journey. You want to maybe save for college for them instead. You want to make sure that you can retire someday and that you won't be burdening them in those later years of life. Um, talk about these things openly. And even if your kids can't fully understand it or appreciate it and they're very upset at first, it's going to it's gonna shape them. And that it's going to help them see what being a mature adult mm. is. And you're coaching them by giving that witness to them. And like it or not, they're going to run into lots of scenarios in life where the cookie's not going to crumble the way they want it to. Mm -hmm. I wish it would all the time in my own life and in another, <laughs> you know, it just doesn't. And learning that skill of resiliency and um, discerning, you know, what's in front of me and making choices that are mature and prudent and, um, you know, ba based from the virtues, that modeling that is going to be massively important for your kids yeah. and giving them a tool set that they really can't learn elsewhere. Other adults aren't going to be able to teach them that, but watching you, they will. Yep. And so you were talking about, right, if they're a little bit older, it's good to model this, and I'd say explicitly model it. So yes, do it, but certainly talk to them about what you're doing and why. And then maybe some of those big decisions, but also in the maybe the mundane daily decisions, why you do this, why you're budgeting, why you're handling your money this way, why you put the money there instead of over here. Um, and as you walk out that process with them, they learn so much. And that's when, they, when they're a little older, but when they're younger, and this is something I, I've seen um, or I experienced when I was a kid. When I would go to my grandparents, they're about an hour away or so. Mm -hmm. So I'd go up there from time to time, you know, for the weekend or something. And uh, one of the favorite activities that I, there's a lot of great, we did all sorts of great things. One of my favorite things was go, was go to the dollar store. Mm -hmm. And it, this was back before every dollar store was a dollar tree. 
Um, right. They were and all the stuff all was the stores. same. Um, this so it was everything was a dollar or less, and they had this 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 one in particular had the most incredible selection of stuff. It was awesome, and so you know it was probably like they gave they gave me and my brother what like three bucks five bucks each max, and it's like, I mean, this is a kid's dream. Go in there, pick out whatever you Supermarket want. Supermarket sweep. You can pick five things. Go nuts, kid. <laughs> it was awesome. I remember one time I got, um, you know, different toys, and I got a pair of sunglasses, spy sunglasses. Had a little mirrored section on the side so you could look behind you. Oh. Um, and then another time I got some um, dinosaur egg oatmeal. Oh, I um, loved that. That had the sugar dinosaur yeah. eggs, and that would dissolve, and yeah. you had a little dinosaur guy to eat. Yeah. Those were the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there were a bunch of other stuff, but those are the, the things I remember. And it was a couple bucks. And we actually did this with our kids mm-hmm. uh, earlier today. And they had a blast. And they're playing forever on, you know, the off, off, off brand Barbie. <laughs> She's like totally hollow and is going to probably collapse if you hold her too hard. BB, her name yeah, was. Yeah, whatever. Was that what it was? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, but, you know, our kid loves her. Um, or different little coloring kits and, and stuff like that. Um, and they just had a blast and they're so excited about it. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't wait to come home and show you, Amanda, everything they got and oh, tell yeah. you about it eight times. Yes, absolutely. So the point of that is being, it takes a whole lot less to probably make your kids happy than you might think. Mm -hmm. Kids are pretty easily pleased. Yeah. If they can go and buy something or find find a treasure, they don't really understand sometimes, especially the younger ones, Mm -hmm. the amount or the weight of a dollar. Oh, yeah. Well, especially if a a toy is a toy. Yeah. So it's like, okay, get that toy. With that toy. And it's like, they don't understand. That toy is, it costs... 20 times as much but to them they don't notice yeah they just value it sometimes they'll pick that 10 cent toy you know is going to fall apart in two days Mm -hmm. and that is their treasure (laughs) (laughs) not the organic montessori wood carved shipped from italy toy that you wanted to post on instagram (laughs) to show that (laughs) (laughs) that you actually give a hoot about your kids and you're a good parent. You know, they care about the phthalate-filled toy they got from the dentist, you know, prize box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's their treasure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it's funny that you bring that up. So we, we kind of, we discussed that, you know, having those intentional conversations is important. But now, secondly, that it doesn't take as much as you'd think mm-hmm. um, to maybe get your kids really excited about yeah. things. You don't have to spend a lot. And you can get really creative um, in what you do. Yeah. You know, and maybe instead of going to expensive ballet classes, you look up a YouTube class and mm-hmm. you have your kids do a ballet class on YouTube. Yeah, There's infinite creative mm-hmm. ways that don't really involve spending money. Yeah. And there's almost always that, yeah, that creative option that doesn't involve a massive exchange of money yeah. for 
about the same experience that mm-hmm. you were going for that you previously paid lots of money for. Yeah. Um, our kids, we had this like, what was in the house? it was a doorway toy. Got it on Craigslist. It's a door and you open it up, it makes noise and there's a little window and it talks and mm-hmm. it's fun. And they just played and played and played with that thing. I thought, if they had a whole house, that would be great. But I didn't go to the big box store and buy a toy house. I just got a big box <laughs> yep. and made a house. This actually came up in my Instagram story, like, memories the oh, other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I got my Google Photos memories. Oh, did you? It must have happened around this time of year. So this this kind of leads me to a different point. So the Instagram post showed me that uh, four years ago this week, the kids were... We, you had just lost your job. <laughs> so little did the kids know we weren't going to be spending any money, you know, until we knew what we were going to be doing, yeah. what the next move was. We had ideas, but they were purely ideas mm-hmm, at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're on the other side of the ideas. Yeah. They worked. Uh, anyway, you had, we had just gotten, I don't know what it was. I think your oh, dad, your parents got new chairs. My parents gotten, yes, that's New like was. recliners or whatever at Costco. Yes. And they came in these gigantic boxes. These huge cardboard boxes. So your boxes. dad brought one over, you know, think, oh, the kids will probably want to play with this. Yep. And they you know, played in it, and then I Jonathan got took it to knife. the next level. Jonathan had no jo- day job now, so he turned <laughs> remodeling this cardboard box into the sweetest clubhouse ever. There was a window that you could ever. open and close. Yep. There was you a window, on it. window box with paper flowers in front of that window. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah, we drew stuff. Yeah, there was a door. I mean, you made it the cardboard it boxes sweet, of dude. all cardboard boxes. Awesome. And the kids played in that, played with that, played with us in that for weeks. Oh, the thing fell apart. It was, yeah, no, it was, in, yeah, it collapsed eventually. I think somebody actually had a urinary accident yeah, in there. Yeah, there's some potty training. <laughs> Uh, gone wrong yeah. inside the clubhouse. You can only you can you only clean <laughs> cardboard so many times, and it's about once before it disintegrates and <laughs> falls apart. But they so the point of that story, I think, is, um, and I think this is the heart of all of this, is that it taught us as parents a really big lesson. Um, your kids just want you. Mm. They want your presence. They want your face out of a screen. They want a phone out of your hand. They want you down on the floor with undivided attention playing with them. Or if they're a little bit older, they want you sitting on the couch, hanging out, maybe playing the game with them. Mm -hmm. Or if they're a little bit older than that, sitting down to like watch that show they're interested in or read the book series that they like and talk about it with them mm-hmm. or go on a little outing just to just you two together. Our kids want us. Yeah. They want us. It's like the we are the Sunday. We're the giant mega Sunday mm. with all the scoops and uh you know, you see those like really fun, oh, cool yeah, Sundays. The super duper scooper. Yeah, or whatever that That's is. That's what it was when I was a kid. <laughs> the restaurant. Yeah man. And the the pricey activities, the big family vacation, um, you know, the the toys, the dog under the Christmas tree, whatever it is, those are sprinkles and cherries at best. Or not at best, but that's what they are. Mm-hmm. 
they're sprinkles and cherries. And sometimes we can more readily want to just go to those instead of give the Sunday. Hmm. And we want to, we reverse it. And give an extra scoop. And it's yeah. giving them more stuff and activities and vacations and items and things and distractions and the best. And then we don't give them our time or we don't give them our presence or we don't get on the floor and play or we have the device in our hand at all times um, and they're begging for our attention. And so really I think this is the biggest lesson of all, financially speaking, is Wherever you are on the financial journey, this is what, this is kind of the biggest thing our kids want from us is just the gift of our presence and attention. But especially for parents who are maybe at that beginning of their financial journey and you are trying to aggressively get out of debt and you are trying aggressively to save for emergencies. And that does mean that you're temporarily choosing to say no to some stuff. It's okay because the gift of your presence, the gift of your time, getting down and playing, talking about that book series they're into, those don't cost anything. That's free. Mm-hmm. But they mean everything. But they mean everything. They're so much louder and more impactful than all the other stuff combined. Mm-hmm. That's the goods. And that's the free stuff. Ah, So that should be a huge weight off your back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the best stuff is the free stuff. And then, right, I mean, that's the best part of the, that's the, the, the bones, the, the, the meat of a Sunday, the ice cream scoops. <laughs> so get down there, get the scoop out, and get going. And yeah, you know, it's nice to have some whipped cream and some sprinkles and some caramel sauce or whatever you like. Mm-hmm. That's great. And when you can, you throw it on top. Make exactly. it special. There's a time and a place. And actually, since that cardboard box thing, I think I around that time I had... A revelation, and I've since kind of come up with a phrase, but I'm horrible with phrases, so mm. help me on this. But Here you know go. I've said it a thousand times. If you can't have fun with a cardboard box, you're not really going to have fun at Disney World. There you go. And what do I mean by that? Well, the, the a trip is fun. Yeah. Because you're spending time together. And especially at a place like Disney World, you're being imaginative. You're, gonna, you're into it. Mm-hmm. So if you can't get into... A, bl- a nearly blank slate of the cardboard box where you can do whatever you want well then how are you ever going to play along when you know the stormtroopers come uh through galaxy's <laughs> edge or you're going to meet a princess and you got to have a little small talk uh to you know impress your daughter that you are friends You're with friends the princesses with how are you gonna <laughs> you know if you can't play along there you know what yeah you gotta play you gotta mm-hmm. be fun Play along and have a great time in the small ways. So when it gets bigger, you can have it in the big ways. Exactly. And in some ways, you're going to have more fun Mm -hmm. at the big stuff because you know how to do it in the little stuff. Mm -hmm. If you you skip the little stuff, you'll probably go on that trip and it'll be subpar. So max it out. Get good in the little stuff too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we just wanted to... There's been some thoughts that have been kind of bubbling up with us lately. Um, You know, especially I think probably getting... Uh, triggered that's probably not the right word <laughs> with but christmas coming no, up no, or no, what? no with with uh seeing the stuff on instagram or google photos memories mm. or whatever oh, it's yeah, bringing yeah, up it's old thoughts bubbling and emotions up. And yeah. Like, yeah i've been thinking about this childhood thing uh so i just wanted to share that with you and uh invite you into the conversation too what do you think about this what are some of the those moments 
your cardboard box moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd love to hear ab- about those. So click the link in the show notes. Send us a little voicemail about some of that. We'd love to hear from you. We would. Until next time. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.